I was feeling a bit thin yesterday. And I heard someone say something on a podcast. Can't remember who it was. I listen to a lot of podcasts these days. But they basically they said something about leaving, always leaving something in the tank for later. And that struck me as really powerful. Uh, particularly in my situation where it's so easy to to expend yourself and say, you know, this is the, I just have to go, go, go. And I think energetically, it's so important for me to leave something in the tank so that I don't get sick, so that I don't injure myself, um, either acutely or chronically. And the chronically is something that will definitely for sure happen if I push myself because there's a delay between what I can do in the moment and what my body can handle day after day after day with no breaks. And I'm doing the kind of work that leaves you sore in muscles that you didn't even realize you had each morning, like right now, one of my shoulders is super sore because yesterday was my first bunch of hours tying reeds and it turns out you hold your arm slightly up on the side that's holding the greens to the ring and so the outside of my deltoid is really sore um and that's something I haven't uh I haven't acclimated myself to so the idea of leaving something in the tank really resonates with me but it also Seems like it's important from a um, from a scheduling standpoint, which is, for instance, that I've I've started saying no to people who inquire if they can buy stuff because I feel like my time is totally full, and yet an important customer who's also a friend reached out and asked if they could place an order and I said yes and I was able to say yes in part because I had left room in my schedule the equivalent of gas in the tank to be able to say yes to something that was reasonably sized that I didn't see coming and so at a whole bunch of levels it's important to make sure that you always have something in reserve. And even when you spend that reserve, you keep something in reserve of that. And this also ties into the idea, part of keeping something in reserve ties into how important it is to make sure that you're, that you are asking of yourself a reasonable, sustainable amount each day and not more than that. I recently, well, I I woke up at 5 with my wife this morning and then I decided to roll around in bed until 6.45 because I really didn't want to get up and work on this book that I'm working on, this project-based book. And as I was asking myself why basically lay in bed awake and sort of tried to suss out 
why that might be the case and also do some stretching. Uh, and what I, what I realized was that because there's a limited amount of words that I can realistically write for each of these, they have to be, there's, there's a limited space for me to, to write what needs to be written. And so the act of trying to make sure I write enough for, for people using the book to be safe, but also not, but also there's a real pressure to keep it limited, makes for kind of exhaustive writing. And it doesn't help that um, I'm essentially using a, using the shoot list that Ben Gongsos and I created in August for the photo shoot to make sure that I'm matching my step-by-step points with the photographs that we took. And it occurred to me that part of what was exhausting about this process was that it wasn't, it was taking too long. It was dragging on too long and therefore was draining what I had left in the tank. And I needed to come up with a swifter, more decisive, a cleaner process. So what I'm going to try and do is spend the next couple of writing days essentially creating a a framework where I write down each of the steps of the process, which I know because I have them in the photo shoot list for each of the projects. And then hopefully that will make it so that I can hopefully that will make it so that I can walk my way project by project through and the the goal is to be able to write out each each project really only has about 800 words that I can write and that includes this the step by step instructions from the photo shoot list so if the photo shoot list instructions are 200 words that's really 600 words I should be able to write 600 words in a morning if it's clear to me exactly what I need to write and what I can't write. And I need that kind of momentum in order to continue having something in reserve, something in my tank. And so I think if I create this greater structure that essentially just needs me to sort of sketch in the details that should allow me to move swiftly enough that it will feel like I have something left in reserve instead of feeling like it's dragging on to the point that I have to really dig deep in order to keep pushing forward. I need to circle back to the idea that I posed a couple weeks ago of, that I really like that Tim Ferriss asks himself about something, which is, what would this look like if it were easy? And certainly right now I have a process that's hard, and, and I want it to be easy. Well, and, and asking that same question about the Christmas tree farm, what would this look like if it were easy? One of the things I'm making sure of is that I'm spending about half an hour, sometimes an hour in the morning doing all of the smaller details of life that need to happen before I go to the grove. So this morning, for instance, I have a phone call with Mike about pulling together the last threads for the 
the back issue book of the magazine. And, and I'm planning, well, I do that to put away all our, you know, like the five loads of laundry that are next to our bed. And, well, it might not seem like that's fun. It's a heck of a lot more fun to be taking care of these details in a timely way than to have them pile up. So, asking, what would this look like if it were fun? Sorry, not fun. What would it look like if this were easy? Right, so that's the relevant question. So, it certainly makes the Christmas tree season easier if it doesn't feel like our home life is slowly deteriorating. Or that I'm expending more energy than I have, really, each day, and using up my reserves. And what would it look like if this were easy for the book looks like uh, laying more of a framework so that I can move more swiftly and maintain better momentum because I feel like it would be better to hack something out in, let's say, three weeks. It's about 15 there are many chapters that I need to write. If I'm writing five days a week, and I do one of them a day, that's three weeks. That means that by Thanksgiving, I'll have something for everything. And at that point, I can go through and add and tweak and adjust. And that's a much better place to be in, even just logically saying it out loud, than in three weeks being halfway done and feeling like I've got a long slog ahead of me. I also think it will help me stick closer to the brief of what the publisher wants, which is not every exhaustive detail that I can think of that will help you, but more keeping it punchy, keeping it short, keeping it moving forward. So, and I guess the other thing about making sure you always have something in reserve is making sure that you're refilling your tank. For me, this comes down to four levels. One is making sure that I'm getting enough sleep. So, trying to go to bed by 10, 10.30 each night, so I get six and a half to seven hours of sleep, get a little bit more on the weekends. Second is food, making sure that I'm continuing to put effort into making lunches that I enjoy and that uh, our dinners don't come to lean on prepackaged stuff like ramen, but that I continue to put the effort in to get good meals on the table. The third is family and friends time. I have a long-standing FaceTime date with my two best friends every other week. It's happening today. I'll be home for it. I need that connection. And, and uh, making sure that I am able to have as much of that 
with my family as possible. So a big part of why I get up early in the morning is because my wife leaves for work at 7.10. So really 6 o'clock when she's done with her yoga to 6.45 when we go upstairs to get dressed. Like that's our time to do the spelling bee, hang out and talk. I heard somewhere that couples need a certain amount of time just talking about things throughout the week in order to have enough communication that they don't drift further apart. And it strikes me that you don't get that time unless you deliberately create it. And this is one of the biggest windows in our life where we have it. And the fourth thing is having alone downtime. And this one's a little trickier because it can often conflict with things to create this. But, well, having these dog walks and, frankly, being able to talk in this podcast here is really important. Making sure that I actually take a half an hour lunch each day and don't just wolf things down in 10 minutes and keep going. That I actually sit and, you know, savor my food as much as I can and give myself a pause. I don't really have breaks throughout the rest of the day, so that it's important that I take that one. And then... And then sometimes in the evening, staying up late and watching some TV show that my wife has no interest in. Even though it comes at the expense of quality time with her, sometimes it's what I need to refill that particular bucket. And so those are the things that... um, that are important to making sure that I actually have something in the tank in reserve for later because, well, especially this time of year, I am taking more than I'm putting back because uh, I don't have enough downtime in general. So I need to keep uh, holding on to as much as I can and refilling those buckets as fast as I can, even if I can't do much. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk tomorrow.